morning church. It's great to be here uh, in person and as Mark said last week, not just a little thing on the screen and it's good to be able to sing together and, and, and praise God. So, love. Okay, we've recently had a wedding um, which is really nice. Some of us have been celebrating wedding anniversaries. Um, mom and dad, um, Howard's mom and dad have just had their 70th wedding anniversary, which is quite a, an, a huge achievement. Um, it's our 41st this year. Um, I know that some people have, June, July is also a popular month for wedding anniversaries. And those are a time when people declare their, their love for each other and um, or remember the day that they declared their love for each other. And that's, that's really nice. But I want to think about, the question is, what do you love? Um, well, some of us will say that we love food. Um, yeah, okay then. Um, let's pick on somebody. Tony, what's your favorite food? Shepherd's pie. <laughs> Cooked by his lovely wife, I presume, yeah? <laughs> Or do you cook it yourself, Taryn? <laughs> uh, I, I really like mussels, which is a, it's an unusual thing. I'm a, I'm a seafood person. And even Alexia will eat mussels, which she won't eat peas, which look quite nice, but she'll eat mussels. Um, and Dima, uh, our Belarusian kid that used to come over, he loved mussels as well. And when he was in Belarus, uh, he used to tell us, that, I dream of mussels, Karel. <laughs> So the first food he had to have when he came here was a, a huge bowl full of mussels in, um, in, a, in sauce and what have you. Chocolate is also a favourite of mine. Yeah. <laughs> you, might, you might love various TV programmes. It's no secret that I love Strictly. Even though my son is not working for them anymore, I will eventually forgive him for that. Um, we're watching House at the moment. We quite like watching, watching that. Um, I don't know what your favourite programmes are. I won't put anybody on the spot for that one. Um, but yeah, you might have a, a programme that you, you love love to watch. There might be other things that we love, like uh, a pop star or something like that. It's no secret that I love Cliff Richard. And it was lovely last weekend to find out that I have a fellow Cliff fan, not just Lorraine. Nathan, too, had a bedroom like mine <laughs> with posters all around it. The only difference was, as a small one, I used to kiss the poster before I went to bed. That, uh, <laughs> up to last year, no, <laughs> a joke. So, so yes, yeah, so you might have a, a favourite um, star that you, you love. Uh, some of you have got football teams that you love. I know there are some West Brom fans here and some Wolves fans here. I think there are at least two Wolves fans who would say they, uh, they love... They love wolves. You might love um, various sports. Um, some people love swimming, football. Some people love playing football um, and are good at that. Um, I hear somebody loves going on a zip wire. Jonah went on a zip wire um, in the week and it was really high up and he was, he was really brave with that. Um, there might be various music you like. We all got different music that we love, haven't we? Yes, I like Cliff, but I also like Queen and uh, various other music. Music that makes us feel uh, happy, music that makes us feel calm. Uh, you might have favourite choruses that you like. So there are, there are lots and lots of things that we love. 
And of course, the big E is our family and our friends. We, we love those, don't we? But do we run out of love? I'm sure Anne didn't say after she'd had Tim and Andy that, you know, they'd got two kids, so they'd had all the love that they could give. <laughs> and there wasn't enough love left, <laughs> left for Phil. <laughs> there's, there's less of him to love now as well, so, you know, it's probably a little bit easier. <laughs> but now, I mean, Colin's one of six, and I'm sure his mum didn't say when they got to, and dad didn't say when they got to the fourth child or the fifth child, we, we have no love left. <laughs> there's, there's always plenty of love to go around and we, we can never run out of, of love um, I'm sure some of us who are married will say that we perhaps love our, our partners more now than the, the day we first uh, got married to them I don't know it's a pity really in the English language we've only got one word for love so whether it's food, whether it's God whether it's a, a, a partner, a family member a child whatever it is uh, we say oh I love that and we only have one word for all different types of of love but of course what does God say about love well in 1 Corinthians 13 is obviously the passage that our minds first go to when we think about love and I'm just going to read that for you it says love is patient love is kind <coughs> love does not envy it does not boast, it's not proud, it does not dishonor others, it's not self-seeking, it's not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs, love does not delight in evil but rejoices with truth, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres, love never fails. And that's the love that God loves us with. Isn't that great? Isn't that fantastic? Um, but I fall far short of that. In fact, I don't think I get past the first two of being patient and being kind and not envying. Those are really difficult things for us to say that we do. Um, but God's love is unconditional. So he loves us no matter what. And that's, that's really great. In the, in the newspaper last week, um, there was an article in the... Is it the Times we had about love last week? Yeah. There was an article by Frank Skinner. That's, a, that's an unusual one to be quoted from the pulpit, um, from the frontier. Um, and he was saying that um, to be loved with unconditional love sometimes can make you lazy in that we don't have to do anything to get that love. You've got it. And what he was saying was, really, we, we need to be not lazy and we need to be um, giving back that love to God um, and striving to, um, to love him more, which I thought was quite unusual coming from, from him. But uh, I get what, what he means, that, you know, just because God loves us no matter what doesn't mean we should just do whatever. We should be following God's law and being as God wants us to be. And when I was preparing for today, I had a look at some acronyms for love. It's always nice to have something like that. And there were quite a few that were quite nice. Um, there was one that says, so the, the letters of love are listen, observe, value, 
embrace. And those are good things, ways for us to, to love God, to listen, observe, value, embrace. There's another one that says, love overcomes virtually everything. Living our values every day is love. Let our voices encourage. And there's another one which I like, the best one I like is live openly, value everyone. And that's a really lovely principle to have for love. In Matthew 22, verses 37 to 39, it tells us, love the Lord your God with all your soul, with all your mind. And that's a really great commandment, to love the Lord your God with all your soul and all your mind. And when we had the Ten Commandments in Exodus, a lot of those commandments were to do with loving God and putting God first. But when Jesus came, he gave us another commandment. Love thy neighbour as yourself. In um, Matthew 22, 39, it says, love the your neighbour as yourself. And it says, thou shalt, in the um, New King James Version. So it's not an option. It's not, well, it'd be really nice if you loved other people. Or, well, it's a good idea to love other people. He says, you will love other people. It's a commandment. It's something that we have to do. We used to do a sketch um, at the frontier many, many years ago. Some of you will remember it. It was based on the Good Samaritan, and it was the one that went on a train, London to York. Some people are nodding. <laughs> uh, I did think we might do that today, but no. <laughs> and it's this guy that falls amongst football fans and et cetera, et cetera, attack him, and, and somebody comes and, and helps him in the end who you don't expect to help him. And in the end, there's a question by the people in the sketch because they've said it's about loving your neighbour. And he says, who is my neighbour? Those are the last words in the sketch. And then everybody goes, everybody. I see Ruth doing it at the back there. So who is my neighbour? Everybody. So we should love everybody as much as we love ourselves. That's a huge commandment. Um, it's easy to love people that we, we like or who are nice to us. It's much harder to live, love people that we don't like so much. And there's a verse in uh, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 44 that says, Love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who mistreat you and persecute you. Wow. I remember reading Corrie Ten Boom's book and she was praying, she was in a concentration camp and she was praying for the, the soldiers that were there, uh, being horrible to her. And I think that took great faith, great love to be able to pray for and be good to people who are horrible to you or people who are horrible to your family. That's not, that's not an easy call. It's flipping hard. We come to Jesus' example of unconditional love. That it didn't matter who we are, what we are, he loves us. And he showed us that in when we read in the New Testament. And it says that we should make love a priority. We looked at, at love at the start, of the things that you love and the things that you like. And... Um, it's often said that we, we find time to do the things that we love. We find time to spend the time with family and with friends. 
We find time to do the work that God's given us to do if it's something that we like. Um, but in the Bible, it says in, in 1 Corinthians 13, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burnt, but have not love, it profits me nothing. So all the good works that we can do, all the fantastic things we do, if it's not done in love, then it's a complete and utter waste of time. So it's very important to do good, but we need to love. Jesus gave love a priority over other Christian values. Every thought and response and act of goodwill has to come from the act of God, an act of God's love. We used to do a, a sketch when many, many years ago uh, and a song that we used to do in Sunday school, which was, whatever you do, um, do it as to the Lord and not unto men. And some of you remember that. So it's not just what we do. It's the, the purpose that we do it for. That, yes, it's, it's great to do God's work, but it needs to be done in an act of love. Um, there's a quote I've got here from Martin Luther King Jr. And he says, The ultimate measure of a man, or a woman, is not where he stands in moments of convenience and comfort, but where he stands at times of challenge and contra contra controversy. He wrote that back in 1963. So the measure of a man isn't how you stand in moments of convenience and comfort, it's how you stand in times of challenge and controversy. Darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And he also quote another quote from him, this is from his book on strength to love. It says, the true neighbor will risk position prestige, and even life for the welfare of others. In dangerous valleys and hazardous pathways, they will lift some bruised and beaten brother to a higher and more noble life. And I think that's lovely that we've had lots of people, lots of heroes, NHS, nurses and doctors, and difficult times over the last 18 months. And people, we've seen people who, who are Christians and who aren't Christians give their time and their efforts and put themselves in danger for the sake of others. And that's how we should live our lives all the time, that we would want to lift the ones we love and everybody to a higher ground, to want the best for them. Because it says in, in Romans 13, verse 10, it says, Love your neighbour as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbour. And therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. So love is fulfilling the law of God. And it's very important. And why is it important? God's love through us distinguishes us from the rest of the world. And we need to be different. People need to see that difference in us. It says, beloved, in, sorry, in 1 John 4, verse 7, it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who is born of God and knows God, he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. 
In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love each other. God sent his son for me, for you. And in doing that, he showed just how much he loves us. So loving each other is important. It's a key character of God. Now, I don't want to um, give a false impression. God is love. God does love us unconditionally. He gave his son for us. But I used to work with a friend when I taught at Catholic school. And she couldn't marriage the, the relationship between a loving God and sending someone to hell. And she was of the view that ev like, everything could be all rosy in the end and everybody will go to heaven. But that's not the case. We know we have a God who loves us unconditionally. But we also have the other side of God. A God who allows people, through their choice, to end up in hell. And that's a scary thought. So... In the beginning, God made us to be like him when he created Adam and Eve. And love is a key character of God. There was a, a missionary in East Africa called Ira Gillett. And um, they'd got a, a missionary hospital and a, a government hospital. And a lot of people, when they were going, were walking past the government hospital to go to the missionary hospital. And um, Ira asked, well, why are you walking past a hospital and walking all that much further to go and get medicine that is exactly the same at the missionary hospital to the government hospital? And the answer was that the medicine's the same, but the hands are different. That they were given a different type of care and love at the missionary hospital. And people wanted that rather than just getting the medicine. And what we do gets noticed by the world. It's often said, isn't it, that Christ has no hands but our hands. He has no feet but our feet. And we are his ambassadors, representing him in the world. It's been said that we're perhaps the only Bible that some people will read. And when we love as Christ loved, it will make a difference and people will notice so if, as a church, it's great that we, we do these things and that we have that love for other people. And when we do that collectively, it will make a difference and people will notice. So how can we demonstrate Christ's love? Well, when you love someone, you value the other person. You take an interest in the other person. You want their well-being to be first. And God loves us not because of anything we can offer him, but because of what he can offer us, which is salvation. And because people matter so much to God, then they need to matter to us. So we need to value everybody. Love can also make us very vulnerable. We can get hurt. When we do kind things and good things to other, for other people and put ourselves out, get our hands dirty, so to speak, um, it, it can 
get us into a bit of bother sometimes and we can get we can get hurt so it does often make us very vulnerable um jesus when he was on earth it says that his own recognized him not so Jesus was doing all these good things and yet some people just didn't recognise him. Could you imagine that? Going away and coming back and your family don't recognise you or want anything to do with you. We hadn't been together for 18 months and if we'd have all just come in last Sunday and ignored one another, um, I think it would have been a pretty bad show. I mean, Joe wanted to hug everybody. <laughs> when we love as God loved, then it, we can get hurt. And love costs. It costs to get your hands dirty. It costs to put yourself out. There was an example, as I've been reading around this subject, there's a guy, we've all heard of World Vision, and there's a guy called Bob Pierce, and he was a founder of World Vision. Now, he had, there was lots of problems with, because he threw himself into World Vision, then there was lots of problems with, with his family and, and, and various things that... He, his, his marriage broke down and, and, and various stuff. But he actually suffered from leukaemia. And before he died, Bob wanted to go to visit some friends in Indonesia. And he went over there. And while he was in Indonesia, he met a girl, young girl by the river who was also dying of leukaemia. And he asked if he could pray for her. And so, yes, so he's got a translator there translating it all. And he prays for her. And this girl speaks to him. And through the translator, she says that if I could just sleep, the pain is so severe, I can't sleep. Now, Bob knew about this because he also got leukemia. He also was in a lot of pain and he had sleeping tablets. And he gave his sleeping tablets to this girl so that she could sleep. And he was 10 days away from a pharmacy where he could get a repeat prescription. And he was prepared to let this girl have his medication, knowing that he wouldn't get sleep and he would be in a lot of pain himself. And that was an, an act of love. It cost him to do that for that girl. Um, but the main thing is, the most important thing is, the first thing we should do is to love God and to show him that. I really like it when Howard tells me I love you, even though, you know, we've been together quite a number of years. And God likes it too. And very often, I know myself, I'll come to God with a huge shopping list and then forget to say I love you. And it's lovely in worship together, isn't it, that we can say to God, I love you. God loves to hear that from us. So we need to be prepared to make love for God our priority and love for others. We need to realise how important it is. We need to value other people. We need to be prepared to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. And we need to realise the cost. There's quite a few verses in the Bible, obviously, that talk about love. But I've got a few here. So you'll just have to indulge me for a few moments while we go through some of these, because it's God's word. In 1 Corinthians 16, it says, let all that you do be done in love. 1 John 4 says, anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Colossians says, 
And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. John 13 says, By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. 1 John 4 says, We love because he first loved us. Romans 5 says, But God shows his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So my question again is, who do you love? Why do you love? We used to sing a song many years ago, and, and I can see Pam now standing singing. <laughs> I think Ruth's mouthing it at the back there. It says, do, she used to ask a question, and then we'd answer it. She was, do you love Jesus? And our answer was, yes, I love Jesus. Are you sure you love Jesus? Yes, I'm sure I love Jesus. Why do you love Jesus? This is why I love Jesus, because he first loved me. And then the chorus is, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus, because he first loved me. Now, preparing for this today has been a real challenge to me, and I don't want you to think that I'm Little Miss Perfect who loves everybody and everything, because if I love God as I should, I would want to pray with him more, I would want to read his word more, I would want to spend time with him more, I would want to do his will more. And that's not always the case, being perfectly honest with you. So the question to myself as well as you this week is, are you sure you love Jesus? Why do you love Jesus? How much do you love Jesus?